I feel like there's this idea in a lot of people's heads that it's better to have friends that are fake than being alone when truthfully that's not the case. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning into this podcast. This is the Stigma-Free Zone. So we're recording four separate podcasts touching on trauma, procrastination, toxicity, and eating disorders. And today we are going to be talking about toxicity. I feel like I can talk about toxicity of friendship. So like, I know a lot of us might have experienced it, um, being left at before, and it's kind of like a really unfortunate feeling. You think something is wrong with you, like you're like friendless and stuff. But then I think it's kind of like human nature to try and fit in, to blend in or like act cool in order to hang out with like a certain group of people. But I feel like when it comes to like sacrificing your own personality or values to impress others, the best option is to like step away from that group. Because um, personally, when I started like primary school, I think that's like middle school for y'all. I met a lot of people and my friend group consisted of like a lot of different people. When I counted, it must be like seven to eight people. And I know it might be kind of a lot of people, but then as the school year like progressed on, I feel like I was becoming who I didn't want to be. And the group kind of became like, fake and toxic and then now starting with junior high um i've learned to like keep my circle kind of small and the people i've grown to love loves me the way i am and i don't have to like change any of my personality traits in order to fit in so i'm like really grateful for that and so my advice would be to find the right balance between being yourself and fitting in with your group and you have to like make sure you find friends that support you and that will be happy for you and won't put you down. Um, You have to make sure they respect your boundaries. They respect you as a person in general and make sure you don't change yourself just to fit in a group and don't blend in when you're like made to stand out. And yeah, that's my point of view. Yeah, I just wanted to say that, you know, I love Charlotte's statement as people, we're all individuals. And I feel like we're at a point, especially in our lives as we're all transitioning into I guess, adulthood, that if we don't stand out and if we don't make our own, I guess, imprint, um, in a way, it only hurts us. And in a way, we're being, I mean, I would say toxic to ourselves by not even showing who we are. And I feel like, like, I don't know, we're at like a standstill where there's there's so many like different kinds of toxicity that, you know, people experience on a daily basis. And it's important to you know, just remind yourself that, you know, sometimes you need to blend out. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think there's like a really blurry line between kind of like being nice and being fake um, because at school um, and like as like people pleasers, um, we really want, I guess, everyone to like us and we want to kind of be be nice to them. We're not going to be like, like openly dislike them or anything like that. Um, and I think a lot of the time that can lead us, you know, we're kind of like we're smiling and like we are like laughing and like the tone is just really weird i feel like it's really easy to tell sometimes um and i think you know being with like fake friends um or even being fake it's kind of sometimes it feels almost like inevitable because you don't want to offend anyone and you also kind of don't want to lose friends but at the same time and it's kind of hard to do that um without like losing yourself on the way um and i think like friendships in general can it's like, it's really easy for them to be kind of tainted by other factors, Um, you know, like how useful they are um, or how popular they are. I think Um, it's, I think for me, it's kind of important to treat people like the same in that, you know, with respect and with like um, kind of admiring them and respecting them for who they are. Um, I think like there are people who are necessarily, 
you know, they don't have interests that align perfectly with me, but I think it's learning to kind of accept them for who they are as well, um, because we treat others, you know, how we want to be treated. Um, and I think it's just overall really important to kind of think about, you know, like what are their kind of looking, not in terms of your, like not out of your own lens, but rather like, what are their like unique um, kind of like strengths um or like what are they good at um and it might not necessarily be what you are good at but i think it's important to value them for like what they what they what they're good at what they are um as well sometimes our friends have flaws well that we notice but they are also you know there's like i want to say hmm, they're also like strengths and weaknesses to everyone and okay my experience is when i first learned about mental health just like the concept of it I read into all these posts about like what makes a person toxic. Um, I learned a lot about how other people have affected me negatively and like that kind of, and then I was kind of like stuck in that research cycle. I'll, I'll be like, oh my gosh, this person did this to me and that like negatively affected me this way. Oh my gosh, this person traumatized me. But then, I mean, while that was like um, productive to some extent, it also like put me in a very tunnel vision state where I was just looking at how everyone had, had been negatively affecting me. However, I think as I've been maturing, there's no like single moment, but as I've been like gradually maturing, um, my mindset has been changing and hopefully in a more positive direction. And I think a quote that would like sum up my current beliefs is that if you're constantly looking for a flawless friend, you'll be friendless. Something like that. Um, I think everyone has their own immaturities, like everyone's just figuring their stuff out, especially during adolescence. But um, to me, what makes the difference between being toxic and not is whether they're, you know, too clouded by their ego to look towards changing, like whether they're willing to listen to you. Understand that everyone has their reasons for their flaws sometimes, and or maybe it's just like something that's that they were born with. But um, as a friend, if you truly believe that they are worth like fighting for, like some people are worth melting for, as Olaf has said, then accept them fully for who they are, just like you'd wish someone to accept you. Yeah, I think um, another quote I really like, I think it was from like Wonder, but it was, it was something along the lines of like, be kind for everyone is like fighting their own battle. Like that's one of the quotes that I kind of try to live by. And I think, you know, in life, whether that be like friendships or like romantic relationships, like everyone has strengths and weaknesses and you kind of find the person who, I guess the like their weaknesses or flaws are the most tolerable to you um but at the same at the same time it's kind of like you have to kind of consciously be accepting towards these flaws and like understand that you might have a different mindset approaching this um kind of situation or like person and that you know it's like you kind of have to consider things from a different perspective I think it's really easy to be closed off and think like you know, like be egotistical sometimes, like feel like, you know, I'm superior, my my weaknesses, like I don't, you, you kind of don't really, you're not really aware of your um, weaknesses sometimes. Um, and I think another thing I thought was really interesting was, um, and that I was actually like listening to a podcast this afternoon and it was about kind of like personality um, and kind of how we often mimic um, the personalities of people around us um, and a lot of the times that can be good you know like let's say I see like Sydney using the Pomodoro and then I do that too and it helps me become more productive like that's also mimicking you know like an aspect of personality but I think there comes like you have to set your boundaries as well like how willing am I to kind of completely like adhere to like everyone like in my friend group like it's almost like cliche but like how like trying not to 
could again like blend in like be exactly the same as everyone you know i think setting limits for yourself and kind of having this um kind of foundation of who you are and like what you believe in and value and not kind of being so easily like swayed i guess also completely agree i also heard of a quote which was like you are the average of the people you hang out with and i definitely think that's uh, true for a lot of instances um but i also completely agree that you should always set some limits like you don't want to ha not have your own i think that's something that you should always try to do so i personally have been diagnosed with bpd which makes it really hard for me to maintain friendships because um i have a lot of unstable mood swings so i've learned that not only do you have to set boundaries for other people but you have to set boundaries for yourself if other people are telling you that they're feeling uncomfortable or if if you feel excluded you need to really take time out of that and think to yourself am i overthinking this or are they actually excluding me so like maybe they were just going to lunch together because they were on the opposite side of the school and you were on another side so they couldn't arrange a time for you and of course you're allowed to take it personally but you shouldn't make it like a, a big deal and just allow yourself to kind of calm down and uh learn that you know people have their own lives and you, you need to try to stop overthinking things in a way it sounds really harsh but i promise you it does help i've learned through these past few years with covid and with a million changing friendship groups that you not only should have boundaries for people but it's also really nice to have more than one set of group of friends like you don't have to be close friends with anyone you can just be like acquaintances with everyone you see around school and that's also really healthy and it really does help yeah no i I guess I just, I mean, I, I love that we're all sharing quotes. So I'm also going to share a quote that um, I think I resemble my opinion on toxicity. It's um, pay no attention to the toxic words said, um, as most of those said are a reflection of themselves and not you. I like the idea of, I don't know, thinking that all of this, I guess, hatred that is usually sp spread towards you is them self-projecting onto you. It's all these, you know, insecurities that they are not able to grow with at a time. And while I'm all for, you know, finding ways to cope with your insecurities I, I feel like there's a line that we we need to not you know cross as you know as people that you know that we still need to be kind to an extent like not overly nice but kind to an extent where we're able to you know make other people happy but also you know give them you know space when they need space so I think like the whole idea of you know coping mechanisms and stuff like that is something that you know it's like a great um thing that you know that maybe you know needs to be brought up because you know being toxic in my opinion while I've had friends who've like been toxic and they've said oh no I'm just dealing with something I feel like that isn't preferably an excuse and they should find better ways and of course like I'm not judging we all go through our own things and we're all trying to go like solve that in different ways but it is quite common to see people being toxic and it's it's sad but you know we're all growing and you know even us eight using our us eight being able to create organizations that are advocating for more you know peaceful conversations and like talking about these um issues that i think everyone talk uh, faces on a daily basis but is not really advocated for to the extent that it needs to be is you know it's great i don't have a quote to share uh but <laughs> um one advice i would give in terms of toxic relationships is to always know your boundaries and always set them straight i know megan talked touched on this a little bit already but yeah I feel like knowing your green and red flags are very important I have a friend who used to be in a relationship and the 
problem with that relationship is my friend struggled to know whether or not to end things with him because she was getting green and red flags at the same time. She was getting she was getting attention. Um, she was at the center of attention, but at the same time, there were so many red flags that were going on. And I think she knew that she didn't like this relationship. I'm sure that she knew something was off and this wouldn't last. And I think really setting strong on your own boundaries and setting foot on them is very important because you may know your own boundaries, but at the same time, sometimes you're afraid to act on it and tell them, you cross my boundaries. I, I either like you change your way of acting or we should cut ties. Well, definitely in a nicer way and a nicer tone, but something along the lines of that. And I think um, my, my friend eventually did break up with him, but it was also through like reasoning with her other friends. Like she had to, she was, you know, she was going through it and an, an internal dilemma. And I feel like we don't have to go through that as long as we know he crossed the line and that's not good for my mental health and cut ties. So I feel like knowing yourself is so important when it comes to toxic relationships, not just for romantic partners, but also friendships like we've all been talking about just now. Yeah, um, I agree with you that kind of finding yourself and kind of knowing yourself and setting boundaries is really important. And I want to add on to what Athena said. Um, I think that with toxic relationships, I kind of want to, wanting to please the other person is quite easy to fall into peer pressure. It's, I think it's really common and you kind of find yourself sometimes doing things that you yourself as a person wouldn't be doing um, but because you want to please this person or because you want to remain on the good side or remain friends with this person you would do it and you kind of through that experience I feel like um, you kind of lose yourself a lot of the time and it's kind of hard to find yourself back if it kind of if, um, if it was like a long toxic relationship so that's kind of one thing that I personally struggled with um, a, a, a few years ago. Of course, it's like better now and everything, but it was hard. Um, but of course, that time passes and you do kind of um, realize who you are and you do make hopefully make uh, good relationships and healthy relationships with people that hope um, you and them like grow together to become a better person. Okay, so I kind of just like want to share you song that I found yesterday. Um, it's by Amory and I think um, her songs are like really suitable for this topic of toxicity because her songs are like so confident and she just tells everyone that she's her, she's who she wants to be and no one can change her. So the song is who I am. And I feel like the chorus part is like really um, good. And I'm just gonna read it out. Cause that's just who I am. If you don't like it, I don't give a damn. Got enough drama, I don't need fake friends. That's just who I am. Um, don't need anyone to understand. If you don't like it, I don't give a damn. That's just who I am. So yeah, that's a word of encouragement to anyone who's like experiencing toxicity with your friends. Um, I feel like if your friends are maybe like um, constantly putting you down, um, taunting you or like name calling, um, just get away from them immediately, like step down or like try to converse with them, tell them your boundaries again and like, don't let anyone step over you. And yeah, um, I don't know that song, but the lyrics sound really familiar, and I definitely will keep that in mind. Um, 
I feel like this toxicity about not being ourselves and trying to fit in doesn't only happen within friendships. I feel like online with all of social media and you see all of these like really perfect lives with people. I know we keep on uh, getting that fact from people that, oh, like social media isn't real. But because we're on social media so much, it just really does feel like it's real. It really feels like everything that people post um, kind of relates to us and it, it, it is really really toxic and I definitely feel that we should also have some boundaries in that way I think that in this day and age because we're also surrounded by the internet with toxicity in social media and all of that um, there is a lot of like body image issues and all of that which we will talk about in the next episode but I also found that many people are realizing that they have kind of mental health issues it's not that um, I feel like the older generation are like, oh, the younger generations are such snowflakes. They, they all have like depression or whatever. But I feel like that's wrong. I feel like in the older generations, it was just the same amount. It's just that they didn't have the terminology to classify it as depression or anything, or just people were so stigmatized against mental health issues that they never wanted to speak up. So I feel like this generation, through, um, through all of this, we've learned that seeking help and going to therapy is actually really important. So I, I find that really um, helpful, even if you don't have like a specific mental illness, if you're just having some toxicity with friends or if you feel like social media is affecting your mental health a little bit too much, you can definitely go and seek the therapy. Yeah, I think like almost like the root cause is like we all want to feel like loved and valued and a lot of the times we're kind of like willing to like go a little too far for that. Um, so like everyone's keeps saying like boundaries. Um, but with like talking about mental health, I think there's also kind of another point I want to touch on, which is like um as friends like we always want to give our friends mental health support um but like like sometimes it's not really possible for us i think we also have to prioritize ourselves because um like everyone is fighting their own battle and sometimes our friends kind of have these mental health struggles but we can't really support them as much as we'd like to because it can be quite draining um to support someone especially if it's kind of something that's more serious so i think also knowing your limits as a friend kind of yes i'm there to support you but you know you should also consider other help as well and not kind of not lifting like kind of taking on that burden of oh like i'm your only kind of person to lean on or confide in um i think having limits into like to kind of step away um it, it may not be a toxic friendship but kind of knowing your limits to your own mental health and not kind of taking on too much um to the point where it becomes like draining or taxing i think that's important as well like obviously mental health conversations are important and being a good friend is important um but at the end of the day you you do converse and your mental health is kind of your should be your priority this is a very good direction of conversation we're going to um we call this the therapist friend and i'm sure we've all been there we've all done that um someone texts you a long paragraph and you're like okay what do i do now um, and I think in the past, what I do is definitely stop everything that I'm doing and help them out. And I used to be a very good therapist friend until recently when COVID started, when the, when the social unrest happened a few years back, that was when I started realizing I had a lot of negativity inside me. And I feel like that stemmed from constantly being there for other people. Um, so yeah, right now I don't do that anymore and I do that only once in a while when I feel like I actually have am in the mood to help because 
there has been incidents where I just didn't feel like reading other people's paragraphs and I didn't feel like helping. And so all I did was like reply with a line, a sentence. And that was so toxic of me. And I apologize to everyone that I've done that to. But it was a process of learning. And I definitely said my sorries. I said my apologies. But at the same time, I felt really bad for putting my own troubles onto them and adding an extra load of burden onto them. Um, so yeah, again, going back to the boundary thing, this is a very big boundary issue, knowing when you should reply to someone, when you can reply to someone and when you feel like you want to step back and focus on yourself first. There's this metaphor about holding a cup of water in your hand. And if you hold it for one minute, it's very, it's like, you know, just a cup of water. But then if you carry it for an hour or so, your hands start getting sore and it gets heavy and you just don't, and then you just drop it because it's too heavy. And so that's the same with emotions and negativity and all that. Um, make sure that you drain out the water by talking to someone you trust and talking to someone who's there to listen to you, which is, you know, a therapist. All right. I just want to give yet another quick disclaimer for anyone who's been on the other side of it, as in like they've confided in a friend about their own problems. I think, I mean, I've also been on both sides of the spectrum and I think um, the purpose of our previous, I mean, like our conversation just now was not to like say, do not confide in your friends with your, about your emotions or nor to like, um, you know, s imply that anyone is a burden. This is more just from a personal POV where like, we realize that we were dealing with the situation the best way and it is not your fault especially if, like um the therapist friend is the one like not communicating their boundaries it's important to talk about emotions like it's, it shouldn't become a tabooed topic but at the same time like pay attention to the content that you're exchanging and pay attention to direction you're it's going like what intention do you think like both of you are coming from right so thank you so much for listening to this episode again i hope that um, as Sydney said, you've learned a lot and we will be seeing you guys next week for an episode on eating disorders as well as just um, Asian mental health stigma as well as wrapping up these four podcast episodes and talking about mental health awareness ones. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.